We work hard. We play hard. We are gamerpreneurs. Individuals who have chosen to give up the security of a 9 to 5 in favor of getting to set our own hours, of doing the work that we want to do, and we refuse to give up the hobby that we grew up with in order to, quote, grow up. We have learned countless laws of life and sales from the games that we play, and we excel in everything we do. We see the wonder and glory in every interaction. We fit in awkwardly with the rest of the world because they don't understand our quirkiness and we wear it as a badge of pride. We are focused, clear, and know what we want. We are gamerpreneurs, and we are taking over the world. Hey there, everybody. Dr. Bradford Carlton here, and welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with us. We have Immolated Souls. Ah! So, Immolated, <laughs> tell us about yourself. Well, I am uh, I'm 29 years old. I live in Pennsylvania. Um, I've actually been streaming ever since uh, Twitch first ever came out, which I think was 2011 or 2010, somewhere in that time frame. Um, I stopped for many years because obviously life hits you once in a while. So, you know, um, but I, I really enjoyed streaming, uh, when I first got into it and, um, it was just one of those things I could like escape, uh, reality from and, you know, get away from my daily job and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, I'm an avid music player. Uh, I listen to all types of music. I'm an, obviously an avid gamer as well. Um, I work on cars for a living. Um, I'm pretty handy all around with everything. There's not one thing usually I can't really work on. Um, and yeah, I'm just, just a normal dude outside of, uh, outside of gaming. So, all right. So, um, on that note, you know, you, you're, Handle is Immolated Souls. So I kind of want to know on a scale of one to ten, how weird are you? <sighs> okay. <laughs> um, well, being on the weird scale, um, I wouldn't say a straight ten, but I'm pretty high up there with at least a nine point five. And the reason being is because um, I like a lot of weird things. As like, uh, I love a lot of zombies. I love gore. I love extreme metal music. Uh, I just have a really weird like sense of humor when it comes to a lot of things as well. Um, but also like I come also down to like being a real person all at the same time. Like I can be really weird. I can be really fun, enjoyable, all that. But then I can just, like I said, I could just be completely myself and just be completely normal around people. Um, but yeah, like I wouldn't give myself a straight 10, but 9.5 is where I'm looking at currently. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So the podcast is the Gamerpreneur, where we mix gaming and business and kind of smash the two together and see how it goes. Mm -hmm. So I went on to, you're a streamer and I'd like to know, how did you get started as a streamer? Can you kind of walk me through that? What, what got you to Twitch in the first place? Oh, well, like I said, this is going back to like 2010, 2011. Um, I I was on Xbox one day and they introduced the Twitch app and you could watch live video games. I was like, oh, interesting, cool. Let me check this out. So I checked it out and I was like, oh, that's pretty freaking cool that you can, uh, you know, you can watch people play these new games that are coming out and you can get your perception of what you think of a game. And I was like, you know what? I want to give it a try. 
So I gave it a try. I streamed for about like six months once I made my account and when Twitch first came out. Um, and how I came up with my name also was, it's actually a really funny story. I was, I was about 20 years old and I was watching this commercial and they said the word immolated. And I'm like, I've never heard of that term ever before. Let me look up what that means. So I looked up what it means and it means burning or sacrificed. I was like, you know what? I have to change my gamer tag. And I think this is very original and very unique and different. I was like, you know what? I'll put souls at the end of it to make it more evil and yeah, you know. So, <clears throat> so the first game I ever streamed was um, State of Decay, which was a Microsoft release for the Xbox. And I was just streaming one day, and before I knew it, I had like 35, 40 people watching me, and I did not expect it in the world at all to have that many people watching me. And I have all these people asking me all these questions about the game, you know, what do I think, you know, all, you know, all that stuff. And I'm like, wow, like this, this is amazing engagement. You know, I get to interact with people and they're asking me my opinion on it. And it's like, wow, I really, you know, I'm making a difference for these people to, uh, to maybe buy the game. I was like, I really like this. I want to keep doing it. So I continued for uh, probably about another month or so after uh, you know, I got that really big viewership at one point and then, uh, life kind of hit me and I quit for a couple years, uh, to kind of pursue, you know, a career and something, you know, cause I didn't, I didn't think at all you can make money off of this. I just thought it was something fun to do. I bet your you parents know, said the same thing as my parents. You can't, can't make yeah. a living playing video games. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> so then while I was on that break, I was watching, uh, well, at the time, they were lesser-known streamers, but now they're really big, like Dr. Disrespect, Tim the Tapman, Ninja. I was watching all those guys before they even became big, and I really loved what they were doing. And I was like, man, I would love to do that one day, like just have, you know, a couple thousand people, not even, even a couple hundred just watching me at one point. And just to get to talk with people and play my favorite games and, you know, just be myself, you know, all that good stuff. Um and then I recently just came back a couple years ago uh, after this extended break I had. Um, I'm not obviously getting as much viewership, obviously because of all the big names that are out there and all that stuff. Um, but at the same time, I, uh, I really still enjoy doing it. And the software that they give you nowadays is, is amazing. It's simple. It's free. You know, there is paid stuff you can use too, but I, I try to go the more economic route and, you know, just, you know, just try to stream as much as I can and, you know, just try to get as much fan strip as I can. So. Fantastic. You always have a lot of practice. You know how to just fill airtime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got another question. So, you know, it sounds like you've had some success in your streaming. Um, do you think you have any unique skills or abilities or something that just kind of puts you above the rest that has put you here? Well, one thing I did notice uh, for Twitch for many years was that there was always like, uh, how do I put this? Like there was always that like certain click of streamer out there. Like there was always, you know, the typical gamer kind of person. And what I wanted to do was, was try to bring uh, people who were into the heavy metal uh, music scene and uh, stuff like that, you know, that enjoyed playing video games also 
what I want to try to do is basically show that, hey, we're not these dark, weird, you know, demonic people that you think we are. We actually love talking to people and we love engaging in our favorite games and we're just normal people like you and me. So that's, uh, that's basically what my thing was and my unique skill set is I was trying to bring everybody who's a metalhead and bring them into one group and just show that, hey, we're awesome people as well. And you can't, you don't have to be afraid of us necessarily. So. All right. So who do you listen to then? Oh boy. Um, how much time do you have? <laughs> let's, let's give to the top three. Top three. Okay. My top three is uh, CKY because um, they're a local band here and they're pretty big into, uh, I don't know if you know, Jackass and things like that. They were, they were uh, a really big band for that TV show on MTV back in the day. And I've been listening to them for years. Um, Slayer is my second favorite and my third favorite. Oh boy. Uh, my third favorite, I would say were probably like uh, cannibal corpse uh, or it would be probably Metallica. Okay. So, can't say I've heard of Cannibal Corpse, but Metallica Slayer and, and the other one I have. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so going back a little bit, you mentioned that there was all these tools and, uh, and programs out there. What resources would you say have really helped you on your journey in order to create a successful stream? Uh, I would say Streamlabs OBS and Stream Elements, uh, Nightbot. Those are like my top three things I would say would be the most successful tools for you to use. Streamlabs is an all-in-one program. Um, it combines OBS, which is another streaming software platform mixed with Streamlabs, which is another uh, sort of platform that they just combine together. And like I said, it's an all-in-one setup. Uh, you have your alerts, you have your scenes, you can put whatever you want and make it your own unique stream. Uh, I like Nightbot because of being a bot that actually monitors everything and sends out um, you know, randomized alerts for people say, Hey, you know, this is social media for this person, you know, Hey, check out their merch. Hey, do this. Hey, do that. And it's got a point system and, you know, things like that as well. Okay. Um, and, and stream elements is the same way, but it's a little more advanced and you can do different scenes and things like that, which is very nice as well. So. Okay. So talking about merch, what kinds of methods are you using to make money? Um, I use Design by Humans. Um, I originally was using uh, Streamlabs' own merch thing, but now they start charging a monthly fee for it. Uh, so when I found out about Design by Humans, I seen that like Tim the Tapman was using it, Dr. Disrespect, and they said there's no upfront costs. You can put your own logo on any kind of merch that they offer. I'm like, oh, that's great. I don't have any startup fees. You know, there's no penalty for not making a sale. You know, I just, I throw it out there to people and say, hey, uh, you know, I have this merch that's available. If you like what I'm doing, any support is, is great. And actually, I have a shirt actually right here, uh, which is right there. Very nice. Yeah. So, and <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I use that. And I mean, from time to time, I'll get a donation here and there, but you know, I'm not expecting that obviously, but um, I, I don't make tons of money off of it. Like I said, but you know, when I do get a donation, I do like greatly appreciate anybody who does do that. So. Oh, absolutely. Like they're giving their money. It means something. I understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So when you were first starting out, 
So, you know, looking back, you said it's been, what, eight, nine years since you started. You know, was there stuff now that you know that you wish you had known back then? Yeah, I actually do wish I knew, like, how to engage a little bit better back then as I do now. Like, now I know how to engage with anybody who comes into my chat or anybody that comes into my stream. I always call out their name as, as fast as I can and say, hey, thanks for coming by. You know, I hope you enjoy what you're seeing, the sad and the third. Because when I was doing doing it like nine years ago, um, I was just playing and wasn't focusing on chat. I was just playing the game. And that's a big, I wouldn't say no-no, but it's a good way to get people to kind of go away from you. Because you obviously don't get that notification right away that somebody's actually watching you. Uh, it takes about a minute. But you just consistently got to talk. Uh, and just talk about whatever because you'll definitely spark somebody's interest if you just talk about whatever's on your mind and somebody will watch you definitely. But that's like the one thing I wish I did do more back then and I wish I could have stuck with it because I could have possibly been doing that as a whole entire living and not have to do anything else. I could have been like Tim the Tapman or Dr. Disrespect. It would have been, have been a dream for me, honestly. But where I'm at now in life, I'm happy with what I have right now. So. Fantastic. All right. Do you have any advice for people just starting out in the streaming world? Like what, what would you kind of say to them to be able to get started? Uh, well, what I would say is uh, when you're first starting out on stream, stream to your friends and family if you can first and get their honest feedback from them and see what you can uh, improve on or what you shouldn't do, things like that. And always watch your VODs. Uh, your VODs also can actually personally help you as well because you can say, oh, well, you know, I could have talked a little more during this question, you know, or whatever it may be, essentially. Um, and I would say also take advantage of the free software and utilities that are out there for streaming because they do help you a lot. That's wonderful. That's some great advice. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm, now, course. now, you know, I kind of got your background on the stream. Now I got to I got to get your gamer cred. All right. So what first led you to play video games? Like for me, I don't even remember it. People, my parents told me I just went to a babysitter's and they had a Nintendo. So for yeah. you, what was it? What got you into video games? Um, I was, I think I was like five, five or six. And my uncle had probably one of the greatest video games ever come out in 95, 96. And it was, uh, it was first doom. I played the original doom on a computer and I fell in love with it. Then I played Wolfenstein and I loved that. And then the best game to ever exist, I think personally was Duke Nukem 3D. That changed everything for me. First person shooter, you know, a, a really awesome American hero trying to save the babes of the planet by killing aliens. It was just, it was just awesome for me. And I still play that game to this day. I, I saw those one-liners were fantastic. Oh yes, the one-liners, the one-liners made that game for me. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, I was like five or six. I I played those three games, and then after that, I got a Nintendo for my cousin. Then after that, a Super Nintendo, and then a PlayStation One, and then it just goes on from there, pretty much. So, uh, so are there any games or updates coming out that you're looking forward to? Um, actually, the new Half Life. I don't know if you heard of that one coming out, Half Life Alex. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's exciting to hear, but it's just like at the same time, Valve, why can't you make Half-Life 3? Why do you got to tease us like this? 
<laughs> they can't make a, a third game in a trilogy. You know that. They stop at <laughs> two every time. <laughs> yeah, they always do. And I would love to see a Left 4 Dead 3. Like, I'm just saying. I would love to see one of those come out eventually. That would be, that would be a game changer for everybody, I think, personally. Okay. So. Now, what is your favorite game of all time? <sighs> wow. I have played so many games in my life. Probably my favorite game of all time. I'd have to say the first Bioshock. The first Bioshock, just the story was amazing. The gameplay was amazing. And to this day, it still has very, it's very high on my list of best games I've ever played. Even Bioshock Infinite was way up there for me. I just, I, I loved everything about that game. And I wasn't a fan of it at first, but the more I played it, the more I was getting into it. And then... Once I beat it, I played it again, and I was like, this is even better than the first time playing it. So that, that's probably my number one game is probably Bioshock because I'm a story-driven person. That's what I like is a good story. It does have a fantastic story, and it really, I, I think it really has that like, dark, gritty feel to it you don't necessarily see in other games. Yes. Even Doom, like, it's, it seems bright, but yeah. Bioshock was just dark, and all, everything was kind of ominous. Yes, yes, I agree with you on that for sure. <laughs> All right. Now, if you could be a video game character, who would you be? Ooh, if I could be a video game character. Um, if I would be a video game character, I would probably want to be Duke, honestly. I probably would want to be him because he can never die, and he's just – he's awesome. <laughs> That's all, right. all I can really say, so <laughs> – Okay, so you are kind of a music guy by, you know, confessions. So what's your favorite soundtrack, or not necessarily soundtrack, but sound effect of all time from any game you've played? My favorite sound effect of any game is I usually like, I like the background more than anything. Because, you know, you can have all the great sound effects that are happening right in front of you. But when you hear the, the ambience in the background, it just, it does something for me because it's like, oh, I can hear that all the way over there. And that sounds incredible, even though it's so far away from me. Uh, but for a music soundtrack, probably the best music soundtrack was, well, it's a whole line of games, but the Tony Hawk Pro Skater series had probably some of the best music I've ever heard. E even when I was growing up, I never heard a half of the artists. And then once I discovered them, I'm like, I'm like, thank you, Tony Hawk, for introducing me to these artists. Like... <laughs> Well, I think that's a bit of an out because those were actual songs, but all right. Yeah. I love the Tony Hawk games. Oh, man. Tony Hawk 1, I think, was, in my personal opinion, the best Tony Hawk game there was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they just kind of, yeah, 2 and 3 were all right, but they just couldn't capture the magic of having Spider-Man doing yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I got to know you as a gamer. Now, let me know a little bit more about you kind of as a person. I, I hear about, you know, these, these things that you've done. You've done some great things. I want to know to kind of humble you a little bit, what is something you failed at? Well, something I failed at is, uh, I think personally for me, I failed at uh, finding a career a little later in life than I, I would have liked to, because I'm an automotive technician during the day, and by night I'm usually a gamer. Um, but uh, I wish I would have chose my career path a little earlier in life and not have gotten so late into it because nowadays it's not that it's hard. It's just, it's more difficult to move up necessarily in, in the automotive field. Uh, but 
Um, other than that, uh, like I said, I just wish I would have stuck with Twitch when I had the chance back nine years ago. I really wish I could have stuck with it. But like I said, life happens. I mean, there's nothing you can do, unfortunately. Sure. All right. Now, a little slightly different question. What's something that you're not very good at? I'm not very good at. Uh, I'm not very good at like a lot of things being pushed on me, like just within like seconds. Like if you tell me to do something like this and then something like this and then something like this, like all within like seconds, I'm just like, okay, what the heck do you want me to do then? Cause I can't figure out what you want me to do. Uh, just when I'm under a lot of pressure like that, I, I just kind of crack and I'm just like, all right, just, I got to stop because I don't know what's going on right now. But um, yeah, I just, I kind of crack under pressure uh, when there's just too much being thrown at me all at once. So. All right. Thank you for sharing that. I, I ask people these questions because I want people who are considering getting in or maybe starting getting in to realize that you know, we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. You don't have to be in order to have success. Right. So. Now, I kind of let's go back to your stream. It's not necessarily you, but your stream. What's something that people seem to misunderstand about uh, the stream or the content that they're seeing when they see you play? Um, yeah, is, that's a very good question. Um, I guess they're more so confused as to, you know, why, why are you playing these games that, you know, nobody really wants to watch when they want to watch the more popular games? I'm like, well it's what I like to play. It's not what, you know, you, you shouldn't tell me what to play. It's what I want to play. And, you know, uh, I just, I just like what I, what I'm into. I don't want to necessarily play the most popular game because that's the biggest mistake. A lot of people do is they go after the most popular game and think they're going to get all these views and follows and all that. And it's just like, you, you can't do that because if you play what you like and you be yourself, then that's how you're going to get people to follow you and like what you're doing. But a lot, a lot of the people that, that do come in from time to time, they're, they're obviously sometimes younger kids and they're like, Oh, why don't you play Fortnite? I'm like, I've tried it. I don't like it personally. Sure. Uh, be yourself. But, you know, the best advice Jeannie gave to Aladdin, right? Mm -hmm, be yourself. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So what's the best compliment you've ever received from your chat? Oh, best compliment. Um, I was actually playing Half-Life about a year ago. Uh, I was just playing through all the Half-Lifes and somebody was like, you know, I, I love what you're doing. I love that you're playing Half-Life because that's my favorite game of all time. I really like what you're doing. I really like your alert system. I really like your whole scene setup and all that. And I was just kind of shocked because personally, I, I just did it how I wanted it. I didn't do it to attract people. And when I got that compliment, I was like, man, I must be doing something right. Cause I haven't done this for many years and now I'm coming back and people are really starting to like what I'm doing. Uh, not that they didn't before, but it just seems like more people are liking that I'm being different than everybody else. I'm not being a typical streamer that everybody else is, you know, I'm showing more originality, I think than anybody. So sure, give you a bit of validation to get back into it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Now what's the worst trolling that you've ever received? Oh, yeah. So this was about uh, about eight or nine months ago. There was three guys that were in my stream and they told me they told me nonchalantly to say a racial slur, but it was somebody's name. And I was just like, no, like, I can't do that, dude. Like, 
no, that's not cool in my, in my, uh, in my chat. You just need to get out. I'm not saying what you want me to say. I'm not stupid. Like you think I am just get out of my chat. But that's, that is honestly probably the worst thing I've ever had as to trolling necessarily. So. Okay. Now, be grateful. That's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now what's, um, stepping back a little bit further, what's the community of streamers like? So obviously you probably know other streamers, you know, people in your chat. Um, what's that like? Uh, the community of streamers, um, that I know of, uh, they're very, they're very, uh, they're very laid back people. They're very engaging with their audience. Obviously they, they don't have the most viewers in the world. Cause I, I like to support the smaller people. And I think the smaller people, I think personally are, better than the big names nowadays because the big names their chats just going bonkers and you can't keep up with it but a lot of the the smaller people i follow they uh they're really humble really nice uh you know i've gotten a lot of great friendships uh from twitch and from people all over the country all over the world i i have a guy in peru that watches me from time to time and i never expected that at all um and he's a streamer too from time to time, but he's not anything big. He just does it for fun like I used to. And, um, but yeah, I mean the, the community and group that I know is all very laid back, very nice. And they're willing to talk to you about anything. And that's what I love about them so much. So do you consider yourself a small streamer? Yes, actually I do consider myself a small streamer still. Um, I still have not hit affiliate, but I've been very close numerous times. Um, it's just, Getting that average of three viewers is always the hardest thing to get, but I've gotten very close to it. All right. So. Now, uh, what kind of social media do you use? What are your handles? How do people get in touch with you? How do they find you? Uh, I am on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitch, obviously. I'm, on, I'm actually on Mixer, too, as well, but Mixer, I don't really stream that much. Um, it's Immolated Souls uh, on Twitter. There's an underscore between the two words. Uh, Instagram is all one together, emulated souls, uh, Twitch is obviously the same as Twitter, uh, on Facebook, it's emulated souls gaming because I couldn't get just emulated souls, of course, cause that's taken somehow, but, um, I'm on as much social media as I can be cause that's the best way to promote your stuff and to get people to watch you. So. All right. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. Is there anything else that I didn't ask you you think that we need to talk about? Um, not that I can think of. I think you pretty much hit every single point that I can think of. Oh, actually, the, the, I actually just thought of a question, uh, about being weird. Um, another thing people don't really know about me is, um, I was also a haunt actor for three years, uh, at Penhurst Asylum here in Pennsylvania. And that's what kind of inspired me even more to do what I do on stream and make my stream look really, you know, evil and dark and things like that. And I want to eventually like wear uh, makeup and masks to kind of make a persona eventually. But the thing is, I don't know what kind of persona to make. It's, it takes time obviously to think of that, but, um, but yeah, like I said, I was a haunt actor for three years at Penner's Asylum. Uh, I loved every second of it. It was fun it was fun to scare people and get paid to do it. Like what's better than that? You know, you probably saw some like incredible faces just like, ah. Oh, Oh yes, I have. <laughs> so, yep. That's uh, that's, that's another thing. A lot of people don't know that I do. So. 
All right. Well, Immolated Souls, thank you so very much for joining us today. We really do appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Well, you take care. All right. You too. Thank you. Hey, if you like this podcast, I'd love to invite you to check out a little bit more about me, Dr. Bradford Carlton, Gamerpreneur. If you go to my website, www.thegamerpreneur.com slash bonus, I'm going to give you a free copy of my book, The Warcraft of Business, where I explain my history in both gaming and business and how I brought the two together in order to create some very successful companies and help a lot of people. And all you got to do is pay for shipping and processing, and I'll send you this book. I absolutely know you're going to love it. All right. You all take it easy.